This episode of Super Legit brought to you by Why Fish Don't Exist, Squeaky Chairs, and Sneezy Cats. Welcome back to another installment of Super Legit. This is my favorite part of every single two weeks. We do it every two weeks, right, guys? You could you could speak. It's fine uh, you know, for you uh, to speak. Yeah, we. I'd say we record an episode every day, and then uh-huh. usually we keep one out of every two weeks because we're like, this is yeah, gold. Why you gotta ruin the magic for all the mm-hmm. listeners? Jet. It's no. what I do. It's it's what I've done my entire life. I also thought we're not allowed to speak until we're introduced. That was the rule. Yeah, uh, that was how it worked. And now I just don't care about rules anymore. I, I say screw the rules. Let's enjoy ourselves. And have- I'm still going to introduce all of you, but I can hear your lovely voices. I want to hear your voices. Maybe we get a new host. <laughs> it's all because Allie's not here today. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. I'm on my best behavior for Allie. And, and that's, that's wow. it. Unfortunately, we don't have Allie Mar with us today. She is out sick. Mm-hmm. But we do have. Let's uh, let's go down this list. We've got uh, we've got Michael Hyman. Michael Hyman, uh, could you please describe your ideal date with me? Um, the one where, like tonight, I waited until I was spoken to to start speaking, unlike <laughs> the rest of you animals. <laughs> oh, I like your old fashioned respect there. <laughs> Chris Sanders, finish this sentence for me. I want to rock and roll all night and eat lasagna. <laughs> That's great. Survey says. <laughs> it, it, it's a winner. Seventy yeah, percent of Americans. Garfield. Said, I honestly haven't eaten lasagna in years. Uh, I miss it because now I'm lactose intolerant. So it's basically, I'm sure there's some way I could make it work. But for me, things like that, it's if there's no cheese, it's not, it's not the thing. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you were no carbs. <laughs> Look at that bod. <laughs> oh no, all the carbs, all the carbs, baby. For Christmas, I'm getting Sanders a tin of lasagna and a 12 pack of Coke. Just let him do all the things he hasn't done in years. I haven't drank. I will not. <laughs> you can get me a 12 pack of Coke. I won't drink it. It's poison. <laughs> uh, Stephen C. James. Yes. Uh, yes. Tell me how you would defeat Mario and talk slowly while I take notes. Okay. So uh, the thing about defeating Mario is when you are on the hero's journey, you have to realize you have to usurp that hero's journey. So what you do is when he is having the moment of realization that the thing from earlier that he thought he had passed up that was not important is actually the thing that he needs to defeat you and or the moment when he realizes secretly friendship was the thing, was his greatest weapon, that's when you throw a fireball right at him. Also make sure he's small when you do it. That's great. Okay. Now I've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take all this to heart. Yeah, I've got the uh, I got the spiked shell backpack. Uh, I am set for this journey. Uh, and Josh Spence, Josh Spence. Heyo. If you could be an expert on anything that you aren't already, oh. w- what would it be? Life lessons. I would totally love to be like one of those old dudes, but young maybe or younger, who just gives like the perfect life advice. Like have you guys seen those rom coms? Where it's like the old man, he's like, I'll tell you what, Johnny, I've never known much in my life, but love is always the answer. And then Johnny's like, she is the one. And then he he starts like running through the airport to find the love of his life. Something like that. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I will say this. uh, That role 
in this particular <laughs> podcast would be paid by me because yep. I would have to be the magical black person. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man, you're Bagger Vance. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm just Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the dude from the Green Mile. Uh, I might be Whoopi <laughs> yeah. Goldberg and Ghost. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, Key and Peele have such a good one on this. You're John Witherspoon yeah. in Soul Plane. I'm Stephen James, human trope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I laughed too uh, hard at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, by the way, I am uh, Jared Lennon Kaufman because I never remember to introduce myself on this thing because I am the least important by my own standards. Now, let me ask you this, Jet. You can't eat cheese No one corrected anymore. me. I love it. Jet, let yep. me tell you something. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to realize... What you are is important. You is smart. You is strong. And you <laughs> is important. See? Right there. It's just okay, right wait. There. Wait. Uh, what? Why are we not? Why is the scene not starting right now? <laughs> with wise old timey black man building up Jewish dude. Uh, I think it's because uh, at that point, the audience would be like, we've seen this scene before. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a twist on anything, yeah. but it could be. We've seen fam- much more famous people do this. Yeah, no, we'll find the twist. Oh, and then here we'll we go. Around but here's it. what the audience hasn't seen. Super. Jeez, Dave, no, Dave. I, I've never even, I've never even played volleyball. I'm not certain what the rules are. I can't give you any advice on how to play volleyball. Uh, okay, but 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 you're black. Oh, jeez. Okay. You're, yes. You're black. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's the You're thing. You're my best friend. Yes, of course. Yes. And I, I, I have to I have to move forward here, okay? I've got to move forward. I'm stalled out, and that's why I've come to you, because this is when you hype me up and allow me to use my privilege to advance myself further. The thing is, when you get into the whole trope of the magical black person, the key part is the first part. I'm not magical, right? I haven't come back from the dead. I don't have any special powers, all right? We were in a sophomore physical science class together. That's how we know each other, all right? It wasn't something where I showed up while you were mourning your late mother. No, I'm just a guy. Okay, Dave? I'm sorry. This isn't something where I can lay my hands on you and suddenly you're going to be able to spike the ball. You're 5'6". I'm not sure why the fuck you went out for volleyball anyway. Dwayne, you're... This is, this, this hurts me deep down inside to hear you talk like this. You don't think you're magical? You don't see that in yourself? Because that's what I've always seen in you. Every time I go out with you and I watch the way you look at the world, the way you interact with people, you are truly a magical person deep down in your heart, deep down in your soul. If you just believed in yourself, you could achieve anything, Dwayne, anything but you don't see it. You don't believe. You just need to believe, Dwayne. Oh my God. I could believe. Dave? I, yeah, Dwayne. I think you just magical short Jewish duded me. Ah, that's right. I, I feel this power rising up within me. There's so much more I could be doing with my life. There is. Cut to Dwayne at Starbucks. Excuse me. Uh, yes. Sir, I'm sorry, but uh, your macchiato's gonna be a while. No. No, it's not. Because if you look back there right now, I bet you're going to find that you have the power 
to make that macchiato with soy milk and a double <laughs> shot of espresso that you couldn't find in yourself before. You can do it. I'm going to try, but like, I just work It's here. not about trying. It's about succeeding. Isn't that right, Grisantha? Is that spelled right on your name tag? No one's ever pronounced my name right before. Cut to the golf course. Okay, Dwayne, we're on set. I need you to teach Matt Damon how to swing a goddamn golf club. It's two weeks until production starts. This is what you do. Go. Mr. Damon? Yeah? Let me let you know, I've I've loved you ever since your performance in The Rainmaker. I don't even remember that film. And right now, you're going to make it rain golf balls on that green. You use two hands, and you swing that club, and it's going to land just so. All right, here I go. Hey, how you like them apples? <laughs> right? Remember that movie? Legit. <laughs> I wish I was a magical trope. <laughs> no. Yep. Isn't positive racism yeah, the best? But, I don't know. You probably get to be... People probably assume when they meet you, I bet that guy's got an inner life. You know? I mean, <laughs> they're like, oh, you know what I like about Josh Spence? My assumption that he has agency. You know? <laughs> and the other thing is, you know what's great? Sometimes I'll see a movie and it doesn't have a guy like Josh Spence in it. And then I'll think, you know what? The next one will. And so will all the ones after that. So there's that. Oh, this is painful. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. 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 So hard. Legit. Legit. So hard. Please. So lasagna. Yes. Yes. Thinking about lasagna. Oh my god. Josh, you said about like bringing Chris some lasagna coke for Christmas. I I have a legit family tradition with my uncle on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Going over for Christmas Eve and having the Feast of Seven Fishes, which is an Italian tradition that they have no idea what it actually means or comes from but but you don't I, actually oh, eat i was just fishes. i was just about to ask you because i've heard the phrase but i don't actually know what it is and I've now never it heard like you don't either. you know what I, that's the thing i love about it like i just love eating all the fish uh and we do eat some of the different kinds of fish usually my <laughs> uncle fits like four or five in a chipino oh, nice. uh, but they have no idea where it came from like what the origins of i just realized i remembered i had forgotten about chipinos and those those themselves have Oh, yeah. Upwards of five, six, seven fish in them. So yeah. what are seven? I'm like trying to think from like I come from an island. Bluegill, bass, okay. uh-huh. uh huh, carp, mm-hmm. uh, cod, mm-hmm. cod, yeah, snapper, uh, snapper. That's a good one. Salmon. Did they toss salmon in there? Parrot fish. Not usually in the soup. Parrot fish. Okay. The, soup uh, the soup usually has like a white fish. fish. Goldfish. You know, you oh no, no, I'm, I'm thinking food fish, Chris. Uh, I know costumus. <laughs> Coelacanth. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Jed, I was gonna start naming uh, animal crossing fish shark. too. Can we do like clams and quahogs and lobsters? Well, well here's the thing. My uncle kind of cheats also because they're Crawdaddies. like there's usually like there's a clam or a calamari in there too. So it might not all be strictly fish. It might be ocean okay. creatures. Seven seafoods. Yeah. Can I get a little bit science nerdy on you guys? You can get a lot science okay, nerdy on us. Okay. So, all right. Uh, fish as a classification of animal. Uh, no longer officially exists because what they figured out is that DNA wise fish are vastly different and not related to each other. Um, and so it's basically like saying that fish are all the same type of creature It's basically like saying, Oh, everything that lives on a mountain is just mountain now. Um, because it all lives in that same place. 
they just happen to be all animals that live underwater. Um, and it's uh, there's this book, Why Fish Don't Exist. That it's a fascinating book because it's mostly the memoir of this woman's life, but also her study of David Starr Jordan, who was this guy who was like super into science and super into fish and also super into being uh, a bit of a eugenics bigot. Uh, and it's like her story nice. of like really liking that guy and then discovering all this stuff about him and then it like dovetailing away. Uh, it's mm. really good book. Highly recommend. That's so that's so fascinating that it it's logically makes so much fucking sense, right? Mm-hmm. That just because the, that they're just like uh, I mean, mm. on land we are bipedal or we're quadrupedal animals mm-hmm. for the most part. There's a mm-hmm. few that just don't have legs, but generally you have legs or you don't on land and under the water you got fins because you gotta move right except for all the things that don't because then you have the the oddities of course you've got like the The vertebrates uh, and mollusks yeah right yeah but they but i was about to say they have tentacles and stuff and that's based on like the you know they have the cilia to move like old single cellular organisms but uh a thing that comes up with me is when people uh say like I'll never get in the water. I'll never get in the ocean because sharks and like a fear of sharks is generally irrational. Like shark attacks mm-hmm. are wildly just so rare. Uh, it saying that you won't get in the ocean because you're afraid of sharks is like saying I won't go on land because that's where bears are. Yeah. Yeah. Or lions yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing, and, and, and also like, as you hinted at the, the when did sh- this happen? Yeah. <laughs> The shark fear is so overblown. Uh, the the writer of Jaws famously went on to massively advocate on behalf of of sharks because he didn't realize the damage his his film was going to do, uh, and so went on to be a huge advocate for them. And they're they're gorgeous and generally safe. I mean, you'll see these amazing videos of divers and tanks cleaning the cleaning the tanks, and the sharks swim up to them because they want to be pet. Yeah, <laughs> you know they'll actually pet the sharks. I uh, when I was uh, uh, snorkeling in the Indian Ocean there were just sharks under me and like at first I had that first freak out moment and I remembered this is fine and they didn't give two shits about me they didn't even care about the fish around them the fish around them like when I saw the fish around them not caring about them I was like oh this is fine it's a bit of an (laughs) allegory for racism I was thinking about that too yeah why don't you expand on that Josh after you I don't want to comment on (laughs) somebody expand on it (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Steve, your point about that guy that like you know is has all this like this seminal person in this thing, except also has this terrible part about it where he's super Mm -hmm. eugenics. Like reminds me, like I've been watching Lovecraft Country, and you know Mm -hmm. H.P. Lovecraft is like the father Mm -hmm. of this whole genre of horror, also super fucking racist, and like people like there's there's so many instances of like this one seminal person who is such mm-hmm. a huge part of any given thing, but then there's this really terrible thing about them and how common that scenario is. Super. I want to thank you so much for all you've done to cure cancer. All of those cancers, breast cancer, lung cancer, testicular cancer, colon cancer, pancreatic cancer, and the fact that you... In just one pill, for free, are allowing all of these people to be cured of this terrible disease. And it's also just a shame that that now everyone knows about your ska band. Yeah, I um, 
I didn't intend for that to get out there. Uh, I uh, I really just wanted to cure cancer, but and you know that's great. I'm I'm great that it's working for all people because yes. that's really what I'm all about. But well, I really didn't want uh, my ska band Daddy Smack Daddy Smackin' Babies to make it out into the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there actually are several people who have chosen not to take the drug because they've heard your album daddy smacking babies smack daddies all night long uh they said that that much trombone uh that much just straight up skanking could not be something that uh someone who could cure cancer could ever do they they simply disbelieve the effectiveness of the pill simply because of the inanity of your lyrics it's you know it's really unfair because the lyrics i mean the music comes from a place of hope of caring of healing really what is ska but healing what does that do for you right now do you have a backache huh how does your neck feel um it feels a little bit tense uh ska music really it just ramps up my anxiety there's just um uh, whenever I hear ska music, it makes me think of all the uh, eventual crushed hopes of the people recording that music mm. who thought people are really going to like this. Uh, and I just can't get that have out of my... Have you read the papers about what we have done for knees? Wow. Oh, sorry. You're a trombone player uh, in the back. I, I didn't realize... He that likes st- to do that. Yeah, he likes to wow. just support statement, statements I make. Oh, um... That's that's uh, a very interesting take. Uh, is your research supporting him? Is financially? Oh yes. Oh okay. Um, yeah, actually, he probably makes the most of any of us. Really? Yeah. Since I gave away the cancer pills for free, mm-hmm. I was leaning on the fact that our ska band would uh, support us for life. Uh, he um, is the only one that you know uh, hedged his bets, if if as it were. Uh, Wait, is he Reginald Hedge, inventor of the of the hedge fund? He is. Oh my gosh, he really did legitimately hedge his bets. That's amazing. Yep. You could say he's smarter than me. I mean, I cured cancer, but uh, he cured poverty. Wow. For himself. But <laughs> I mean, every drop is uh, is one more in the bucket. That's that's absolutely amazing. Um, well, I'm Terry Gross, and I, I want to thank you folks for listening tonight. Uh, and we appreciate having you here, Dr. Wonkstomp. And uh, we we want to say thank you for the cancer, but I guess more importantly, I can't believe I'm saying this, thank you for the ska. Can I play you off with Please, no. a verse? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> a baby smacking daddies, smacking daddies, a baby smacking daddies, a smack that daddy. <laughs> Legit. Uh, I think I was really into the baby smacking daddies in middle school. <laughs> yeah, you know, in in that like you know ska phase we all had in middle school. I kind of I kind of want to hear this band now. <laughs> I, I guess I already have. Yeah, yeah. you've heard we all you've have. heard every song they've ever done. <laughs> yep. I like that one that goes. <laughs> yeah, that's the impression that I get. Isn't that the mighty mighty boss tones? <laughs> yeah. Like I was just waiting for like the random dancer guy to just come out and just start. 
skanking along, man. <laughs> I thought my joke about knees would have done something because of the all knees? the. I don't know the knees. I don't know. Yeah, you said the thing about knees. No, because of all the. That's how people dance to it. Is lots of kicking. It's oh. all yeah, all knee kicks, man. Oh, um, now, now yeah. I'm visualizing it. Okay, sorry, it was smart. That works so well on your medium. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you say knees. They're all visualizing. No, it's so much better now that I had to explain the hell out. Yeah, of it. no, I was yeah. I was visualizing knees, but I wasn't visualizing the dancing. I I know every joke I've ever told is so much funnier after I explain it too. I get. Uh, yeah. No, it was great to see all of your faces just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great moment for hearing those crickets outside. <laughs> Everybody has a chance to shine, man. That's all I'm saying. Crickets get their due. And uh, and speaking of uh, explaining the hell out of things, I think that brings us. To our first ad, does it not, Mr. Kaufman? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, Michael Hyman, right? You've got a, uh, you've got one of our uh, ads uh, queued up, don't oh, you? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Um, let me just uh, find that tape and play that real quick. Um, Great. Okay. Uh, here. Yeah, yeah. Pop it in. Push, pushing point. It's seven p.m. on a Friday night. Pitch blackout. What happens? A break-in. Criminals into your home trying to steal your things. They stab your husband. They get. Uh, they start trying to get your jewelry. But then who arrives? Batman. Batman takes out the thugs, drags them out the window, and then your house is safe and your things are secure. What's that? The bat signal? Batman's a way off to stop another crime. But your husband is bleeding out in your living room. What do you do? Well, thanks to Red Scrub's home delivery surgery kit, you can now fix the problem yourself without calling for 911 because they're not coming. You live in Gotham City where crime is just a hazard everywhere you go. Batman's already done his job and he's off to punch another criminal in the face. You just need 15 minute prep with Red Scrub's home delivery surgery kit. You can have a, 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 a tourniquet to fix a broken bone. A disposable blood transfusion, plus razors and all sorts of shapes to get rid of all the hair getting in the way of whatever you need to get at inside of your husband bleeding out on the floor. Only 15 minutes of prep. Why pay more when you can have Red Scrubs Home Delivery Surgery Kit? As we say, it's ridged for your pleasure. There it is. That was it. That was the, the oh, Red Scrubs Home Delivery. Uh, guys, I just want to, I mean, this has got to be such a hassle for Jet in editing. Should yeah. we move to digital files instead of tape? Uh, I, I feel like there's a certain, uh, a certain, uh, oof, uh, an old school charm to the tape system. I'm, I'm open to it, but but I always get the ad set on cassette for MP4s, some reason. MP4s, bro. I mean, I love just the inch, old right? analog feeling. Of like, yeah. you know, getting that bubble wrap envelope in the mail and opening it up and being like, oh, here's the ad for this week. But I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be easier for you if it was digital? Uh, I, I mean, at this point, Mike's uh, Mike's got it all hooked up on his side. He's got it plugged in the computer. So he's got the audio output. It just plays through the system as you all heard it. So it's just going through the feed for me. So it would, honestly, honest, it would be yeah. way more effort for me at this point to remove it than mm-hmm. to switch to, to digital, you know. Um. Jet, are we still selling each individual episode of this podcast on vinyl? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, they're they're uh, <sighs> was it the SPs? Uh, what, what do you call it? the the little ones for the the just the single the LP? Forty uh, five. Well, it's an hour no. long, so it is forty five. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's been so long since I've uh, messed with the vinyl. Absolutely. Wait, it comes in beer. All right, that cold forty five. Yes, cold forty five. Jesus. <laughs> <Legit>. <laughs> 
why am I? <laughs> am I really that much quicker than everybody? <laughs> or am I just that disconnected? I think I think you're the only one who's ever had a Colt 45. Uh, no, I, I've never had one. I, I have. just know things. Okay. I have. It is. It's uh, it's the worst tasting beer. It was. Uh, Okay, I was going to a concert. I'm sorry, I've had IPAs. That can't be true. No, no, no. L- let me tell you. I, I was going to see this show. Ooh, sick in- IPA bird. <laughs> I just got a knock on my door, and it's a hipster that's very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they your door? Uh, I was, it, was, uh, it was in like downtown LA. I was going to go see this band. Um, the the part- Baby Smack and Daddies, of course. Yeah, the Baby yeah, yeah, It was technically Blood Red Shoes, but yes, Baby Smack and Daddies. And uh, you know, well, baby smack and daddies was opening for Blood Red Shoes. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was going to do. Some- it started as the daddy smacking babies, because <laughs> the babies are the ones smacking the daddies. Otherwise, it's really awful. No, ba- but baby smacking daddies, it's daddies. Who- oh, right, it's daddies. Who- <laughs> <laughs> smack babies, which actually for the ska movement does make oh, sense. Yeah, that's how I always pictured it. Was it yeah. that bad? Super. Okay, everybody get in here. We're having an issue with our band, okay? This is for the direction of the future of the band. Are we going to be called the Baby Smackin' Daddies, the Smackin' Baby Daddies, or the Daddy Smackin' Babies, okay? Because one of those... Look, as long as we're popping those cherries... Yeah, as long as we keep getting people with those knees at our shows. I don't think you guys are taking this... I don't think you guys are taking this seriously enough, okay? Everybody here has an instrument, okay? Mike plays the trombone. Chris plays the trumpet. And sometimes the therapy. Okay, look, I'm, I'm the guy who has to dance, okay? I'm all knees out there, okay? Like, you know, it's important to me that the name of our band means something. Um, as the keyboard player, I would just like to go ahead and say, I, I don't think the name is nearly as important as the sick riffs, right? I mean... When Chris hits up on that wind, you know, when he brasses it up out there, I mean, that's the most important thing. Whether we're the baby smacking daddies or the daddy smacking babies or the smack, smack, daddy, smack, smacks, it doesn't really matter, man. Right? It's not about the marketing. It's about the love for the music. Let me ask you this, Mr. Keyboard Guy. How many songs do you know by Goldfinger? Um, zero. I know zero songs by Goldfinger. But you know the band name, Goldfinger. No, I know the band name because you just said it to me. Yeah, I've never, never heard, heard of Goldfinger either. before. You guys are I mean, joking. You guys have heard Goldfinger before, right? We've never heard Goldfinger before. Were they? Were they used to be the Daddy Smack Padawax? Uh, were they once Finger Gold? Uh, I I don't. Know. You know they were not once Finger Gold. Finger Gold was a ska band from Belarus in the 1980s. Come come on, guys. Like, okay, Real Big Fish. That's a name that everybody instantly remembers, right? Uh, I remember them from their days as Fish Real Big. Fish real big. Really? Okay. Before that, they were what a catch. Oh. And I think before that, they were we're not really fish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for a while, they were uh, hook me a flopper. Um, yeah. And then before that, they were, I swear it was this big. Mm-hmm. For a very short time, they were actually, we are land-based. But that was after they were swim for it, I see a fin. You know, uh, I think I got you oh. all beat there. I saw them at their first unofficial show when they were pun name, uh, pun based ska band name. Oh, nice. I actually saw them warm up for Blood Red Shoes as a deep prog band called Protozoa Era. 
Hey, Nees, did you have a real thing you were uh, yeah. wanted to call this meeting about? I feel, we totally derailed this. The name of the band. Okay, real quick, guys, real fast. Guys, 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 guys. We just we just got a sponsorship offer from Kellogg's. They said if if we call ourselves Honey Smacks, they'll just give us all the money. Just do it. Doesn't matter. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, cool. yeah, that's a yes. I want to sell out. That's, yeah, Solid we're yes. into it. You're our manager and you know money. That's right. I am your manager. Thank you guys for so much for hiring me out of the McDonald's. Like, that was the worst job ever. But when you drove through in your van and you said, hey, you want to be our manager? And I was like, I am in. And like, I knew I could do it for you guys. And here I am. I'm bringing it. That reminds me. I'm still waiting for my apple pie. Yeah. Uh, Pete, as our manager, just real quick, say the name of our band correctly. And you can get uh, an extra 5% of our uh, of our earnings. Go ahead. What's the name of our band? Well, now it's... It's Kellogg's Honey Smacks. But prior to that, what was it? Go ahead. Say it real quick. Come on. Yeah, what was it? Come on, Pete. You can do this. It was uh, a smack that baby bottom. Close enough. You're fired. (laughs) Legit. (laughs) So back in December on Christmas Eve. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We usually have this, the Feast of Seven Fishes. And then on Christmas Day. How how many years ago was December? Who even knows? Um. (laughs) I've, oh, the point of this, uh, we'll get to here. Nope. Uh, so, and then Christmas Eve, Christmas Day for dinner, uh, we always have lasagna. That's their big Italian thing, lasagna. I skipped Christmas Eve this year to go to the matzah ball, a Jewish singles event. Ooh. They warmed up for Honey Smacks, for sure. What? <laughs> Wait so, a minute. That's not even the point of the story. No, um, it's uh, it is it's a significant. I know we're point. never gonna get to the thing I actually wanted to but talk about. But that's fine. We're gonna get to the end of the story. Yeah. I just want to know. Yes. Who named the Jewish singles event matzah ball? The matzah ball, right? The matzah. Yeah, it's ball. the matzah ball. The matzah yeah. ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. on Christmas Eve every year. Probably not this year. Mm-hmm. And um, like none of you were like, uh. Did you have a super time at the matzo ball? <laughs> oh, oh, I did. Yes, I did. In fact, it was super. Why? I uh, like. So it was not crep block e. God, couldn't get, couldn't get two, couldn't get two. Josh, we had, we only had one, and then it died. One, and then crep block. That's. I wasn't good at using my noodle kugel. Why are we like forcing? Why are we forcing trope <laughs> names into things like? Because that's how the show a, started, man. Just call it a single event. No, no I'm talking about the matzo ball. <laughs> no, no, he's listen. I'm hey. saying in real life, <laughs> the Jews were have been persecuted for thousands of years. Wait, you don't get to criticize this. <laughs> I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, why is that accepted? Why? Why are the Jews just like, yeah, 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 sure, categorize us still. Uh, Listen, guys, we got two choices. We can either call this the Jewish singles dance or the matzo ball. (laughs) Oh, that's it. (laughs) Welcome to the national annual Miss Juniverse. Oh, it's such a beautiful pageant. Uh, First of all, uh, can we get uh, uh, our first contestant? Please come up to the stage, young lady. All right, anyone, anyone, please come up. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Lisa. Uh, I'm 23 years old. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a senior at Washington State University 
and I'm hoping to be crowned Miss Universe so I can use my power to change the name of this pageant. That's that's uh, that's lovely, uh, lovely that you're 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 passionate uh, like that. But the the name of the pageant is staying. Absolutely, it's it's been with us for a long time, and we're very very proud of it. Uh, so I, I don't think it's uh, <laughs> can't tell you yet, but I don't think it's going to be you. Oh oh wow, that's um, direct. I I think as as our MC, I didn't know that you were also a judge or quite so judgmental. Um, hmm. But no, but our, our judges, uh, our judges are very proud. You know, they 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 really uh, they they believe in their Jewish heritage and they love puns based on it. Well, uh, I appreciate a good pun just as much as the next person. Um, it's just that. Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. Sir, are you are you openly mocking me? Is that squelching noise? Is that you? What are you, oh, sir? Please, could you could you put that down, sir? Are are you shaking a jar of Jello at me? I don't even know what this means, but I'm deeply offended. How dare you? How dare you? And your little friend there laughing with his hand over his eyes. Oh, are you laughing at me? Oh, this is the patriarchy at its finest. You guys disgust me. If that's how you feel, you can certainly you know, leave the competition. Yeah, you know what? Uh, if we you love puns so much, laugh after you. You know what? If you love puns so much, I'm going shalom. <laughs> Bye. That was actually pretty good. That was a decent ending right there. I wish you'd pulled that a little bit sooner. Uh, all right, uh, who, who's our next contestant? Please come, come on up. Hi, my name's Allie. I'm a kindergarten teacher. You gotta excuse my voice. Uh, it's been horrible. I'm trying to stop smoking. All right, Allie. All uh, right. And, and tell us, uh, well, you said you're a kindergarten teacher? Yeah, I, I like teaching the kids. They're my favorite. Uh, I hope to be a doctor someday. Uh, Fine Jewish professional. Gynecological work where uh, I create the pap schmear. Well, you're, you, you fit right in here. You fit right in here. Absolutely. Thank you. That's a perfect fit. That is uh, absolutely the kind of pun that that just uh, gets our judges right off the bat. All right, we'll go have a seat. We'll see if you uh, are you all right there. You look you look uh, like you're having a hard time. I'm having the hardest time right now. I just want to win so badly. I'm gonna take my seat to the side. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> great passion. All right, uh, all right. Well, we have one more contestant. Please uh, come on up and, and grace us with your presence. Guten Tag. Oh dear! Legit. <laughs> okay. First of all, what was that noise? Is that your cat? What was that? That was my cat had jumped up on my table, and then she started sneezing. <laughs> oh She's allergic to anti-Semitism. And I, <laughs> yeah, I just. I, I started to like, cover her mouth. <laughs> the only way this is going to work as an audio is Jet's going to have to isolate that moment mm-hmm. and like repeat it throughout. Yeah. And and lay it throughout. Yeah, lay it under Stevens cuz oh, Stevens reaction was great. Like well, laying it under Steven just like hammering it. 
is going to be react so good. To it. It, yeah, that's the thing. Once we were all reacting, it was a part of the scene permanently. I I love that I'm I'm losing my shit and like I try to put my my t-shirt over my face and then you say pull it down. I don't know who you're talking to, but maybe you're talking to me. So I go this way, and then you keep pointing out things I'm doing, and I'm just I'm fucking dying over here. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we got Ali in the episode, so that's yes. great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So, so, so uh, there's you seven to, fishes. You the matzo ball. You went oh. to the matzo ball uh, instead of having the seven fishes. Yes. The night of the um, seven fishes. The feast of the seven fishes. So, right? yes. And so the next time I go over for dinner, for Christmas dinner, to have lasagna. And mm-hmm. was told when I arrived. I, I really like the move from the matzo ball to the Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah hard pivot. Listen, uh, if I can get a meal, I honestly don't care what the holiday is, as long as there's yeah. a meal involved. <laughs> um, and so I show up for dinner, like, oh, we're not having lasagna. My cousin, <gasps> who had moved to Austin, Texas earlier that year to live to with his girlfriend, who he then broke, broke up with, stayed in Austin, went vegan, came back. <gasps> they turns out they didn't even have the fish the night before, and they couldn't <gasps> find the ch- the vegan cheese to make vegan lasagna. No. So we just kind of had run-of-the-mill vegan pasta with no dairy on Christmas Day. I was like, well, this was, you know, I didn't get the one thing, and I really wanted this thing, and now neither of these things. So was there at least something where right before dawn – you not complaining about it meant someone brought a full lasagna and then your vegan cousin's heart grew two sizes because this really sounds like a meatless version of the Grinch. <laughs> I mean, I love vegans, uh, which by the way, if someone says that and then fills in a race, they're about to say something terrible. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, Sorry. I love vegans, but they just still haven't quite figured out cheese yet. And I think a vegan lasagna should just be a vegetable lasagna. Uh, just make it like a layered vegetable casserole. They're getting there, dude. There's, <laughs> okay. They they haven't. Tell me about the advancements. They haven't figured out. They haven't figured out shredded cheese yet. Okay. Yeah. But no. Slight the singles. There's a brand called Violife. Their cheddar singles are dope. Okay. Like, like right. e- you can eat them with crackers or melt it on like an impossible burger or something. And it is, or even uh, I've done grilled cheese with them and it is arguably better than real cheese. All right. I, I, you know what? Uh, I will support that and I will try it because that's the thing. I would love to be vegan, but then occasionally I hit a piece of vegan food where I'm like, Oh man, that just set me back like another six months. Yeah. I don't think they've, it, it hasn't, uh, they haven't like, achieve greatness for every you know item or or state of each individual food quite yet so like beyond is killing it with the sausage game Mm -hmm. if you've Mm -hmm. had beyond brats or the beyond that's pretty good beyond hot italian sauces killer do it on pizza do it in pasta it's amazing okay but the beyond the beyond beef for like their burger no it's fine but it's still not quite the impossible burger however though it's really good impossible is killing it on the ground beef well cooking cooking the impossible at home like it 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 well for one thing it doesn't smell awful like the beyond burger does while it's cooking anyway but the texture the feel the taste are really fantastic it will fool you if you order if you order a uh impossible burger from like burger king Mm -hmm. or something oh yeah 
But yeah. at the same time you Can't order a regular beef burger, you will take bites of both to try to figure out what what is what. I will say, because clearly we've been sponsored by Impossible now for this episode. <laughs> I have not had those experiences you guys have had with the Beyond that it's smelling weird. I think I... I as in my experience, I've preferred that to the impossible. I would love to have a blind taste test. I want to know. I want to have that tried. I think it depends on on what type of uh, diet you already had. So, like, mm-hmm. if you were already like a flexitarian or vegetarian, you're going to lean more towards Beyond because it's not it's not exactly like real beef. If you are if you were already more of a meat eater and you are. Uh, you want the same feel, smell, taste, everything, texture of meat, then you're going to like Impossible more. That's funny you're saying that because, like, I, you're, the dis- experience you're describing with the Impossible has worked for me with the Beyond, that I generally meet. I'm not a flexitarian. Mm. I'm not a, hmm. like, and I've, I have substituted the Beyond occasionally and been fine. What's a flexitarian? Uh, <laughs> uh, I put in the chat, vegan, but you're not a dick about it. Ah. Uh, yeah, like, you're... You're inclined to you will you'll generally eat vegetarian or vegan, mm-hmm. but you know if if you go eat at a friend's house and they're yeah. serving a pork loin, you're not going to turn your nose up at it. Right, like you're willing to go along. You're certainly willing to like if you're going to starve or eat it, you'll eat it. Uh, and yeah, generally not being shitty about it. Yeah, I, like I've got good vegan friends who know uh that the 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 way to to win the war is not to is to to not be an asshole all the time about it and like there's certain things that there's trace amounts of uh dairy products in it are you really gonna make that big of a stink about it or are you just gonna eat the damn cheetos yeah and ultimately the factory farming piece of climate change the solution is just a reduction in meat consumption Mm -hmm. if everybody reduced their meat consumption by 30 percent that's it just 30 percent it is such a significant drop in emissions from farming because demand is reduced so you don't need as many you just don't need as many animals all packed together uh it it's just a huge benefit i mean ideally we're not eating other beings that are on the same planet as us uh and there's so many more advancements like there's cellular based companies now creating Mm -hmm. meat which isn't incredible like you take a swab of a pig's cheek yeah, and, and you grow bacon yeah yeah and they they have some right now because they're, they're they're doing uh they had a whole sign up for if you lived in the bay area you could do a lottery basically to gain access to the restaurant where they're going to be serving the lab grown bacon um and you get to test it out and like yeah it's it's real meat but grown on a cellular level uh from not having necessarily had to kill anything yeah some of the methods like okay they might kill say a cow and then from then on they can grow the meat in perpetuity for you know billions more uh steaks and burgers and whatnot from having only slaughtered that one animal and and I, i i imagine like the hardcore vegans that's not enough and i can understand the thought there but still overall it's like it's a massive massive uh ability to supplant all of those uh all those deaths if that's a concern for people it's pretty impressive super hey mike just uh hey buddy i I just wanted to give you props man i've been seeing you hitting the hitting the dumbbells hitting the barbells drinking all the protein shakes like thanks man yeah you know you're looking looking good man like you said that if you set your mind to it 
you can do it. And here you are, man. Like you, how many pounds of muscle have you added on? Oh, uh, you know, just like twenty five. Just, just twenty five. That's a that's yeah. amazing. Like your arm, like as your buddy. I'm just saying, man. Like your arms are gun show status. That's just wow. Thanks, man. Wow, thank you. That's. I just, you know, I couldn't help but hear you mention to someone that you're you consider yourself a a flexitarian. Did I hear that correctly? You're a, a flexitary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's true. I did say that. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big swing, right, man? Like, flexitary. Oh, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty natural progression, you know. Especially where I'm at, what I'm doing. Really, you you didn't see the like uh, a random progression. Like you started at flexitarian, maybe like, like uh, you're maybe like a. Well, you don't start at flexitarian. Oh. Okay, so you had names for yourself before flexitarian. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's the normal thing, you know. You uh, start normal thing. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm in with you. Okay. So like when you lost yeah. like forty pounds, which by the way, amazing. You didn't need to lose any of that weight, but you chose to, and you looked better for it. What name did you have for yourself for that? Oh, uh, gosh, it's uh probably something like a flabitarian, maybe. Uh, a, a flabitarian. Okay. Well, yeah, that's probably where I started. Well, as someone who 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 didn't lose forty pounds, uh, which I guess oh. would you consider me a Flabitarian? Mr. I mean, Flexitarian? Yeah, I think if, you know, that you could be something like that. I mean, wow, I don't want okay, sure. to put labels on you. Hey, I don't want to yeah. put your own labels on you. I chose my labels. You, you know. Yeah. I just, I didn't, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you started hitting the, the, the curls and then you did the hammer curls. You did the preacher curls. Pitcher curls. Yeah, I think, I think, you know. Like, what did you call to... yourself then? Like, did you have a name for that? Oh, biceptual. I yeah. mean, it takes all kinds for sure, and love is love, but like bi- bisexual. Yeah, bisexual, and I think you know that that definitely very much leads into flexitarian pretty quick, quickly. Okay, so like you only go out with flexitarians now. I mean, I'm not a dick about it. Okay, but I mean, that's a preference. Okay. I mean, I would. I'm not going to say no if someone is a holy child of a righteous quad. You know. It's not, I mean, that doesn't fit a flexitarian, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, considering that you're a bisexual, you know, and, and another one is a holy child of a righteous quad, like, that's, that, those are two completely different areas. Like, I, I just, I, it takes a lot of, I, I don't know, just, what'd you call, what'd you call me again? A flabitarian? It's just, this is all, it's just I'm, a whole I'm different I'm not world. putting labels on you, I'm just saying that was one that I transitioned from. I mean, could you love a flabitarian? I mean, not me. Not me, but just... Wait, what are you saying right now? I'm just saying, could you be polymuscular? Whoa. Um, I hadn't thought about that. You know, it's definitely a possibility. I sure. think, you know, I, I'm I'm in the flexitarian stage right now. That's the phase that I'm in. Maybe it's not just a phase. Maybe it's just, like, who I am. But that's, that's where I'm at right now. So when you see a flabitarian, you don't fully grow a deltoid, is what you're saying. Again, I mean... I mean you know, maybe, I, I don't know if I could fully grow, maybe quarter, I, but also I'm not describing those labels. You're, if that's the label you, if you identify as a, as a flabitarian, you know, I, I just want to, I mean, I'm, I'm just no longer a cardiosexual, so I'm saying. Okay, well, who's putting labels on now? I mean, these are my labels. I choose my labels. <sighs> All right, man. Well. All right, see you in the showers. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that breakup blow off, Michael, was awesome. It's like, well, whatever you see in the shower. <laughs> that was so good. So I will say at the end of that, the 
my my gripe about the meals that I had on that holiday was not that it was vegan. It was more just the surprise of not ex- of of it being like kind of a oh if we're just having a regular old pasta. It was like you know it's a holiday, a special meal. If it was, but yeah. So then take that like the the destruction of <laughs> of the traditions I had. Uh-huh. Then going into this year, I'm like oh I should have expected what was coming this year, having had just any tradition bashed to bits. Yeah, no, that was your precursor to 2020. Yep. I just wanted to say that I I adore vegans. Uh, just in case I picked up, I've got very good friends that are vegan tonight. Uh, where some I was of my out. best friends are yeah. vegans. Well, tonight I was hanging out. <laughs> I was hanging out with some vegan friends, and I started. I was making uh, a bunch of mar- like a pitcher of margaritas, and I usually sweeten it with a little bit of honey. And I like put the honey in the thing, and I was just about to pour it in, and I was like, "Whoa!" I like had to back away <laughs> at the last second. I was like, "That's right, I'm serving this to a vegan." What did you use in the end, agave? Uh, no, I just cho- chose not to sweeten it because it's a margarita. It doesn't really need sweetening. It's fun. Also, use use honey in your to sweeten. Just margarita. a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you, I guess you should use I agave. Didn't that vegans were against honey, like yeah. that's a animal labor. Any yeah, any animal product. But they naturally produce. Well, but they're it. being they're basically they're being forced to do so. Like it's not you're nat- stealing it's not, it from it's not natural in the sense that it's a it's a farm. You're farming them. You are stealing from it. Like again, some of them are not that hardcore about it because they realize that it just it makes them sound ridiculous. Um, but some of them hot take from jet. <laughs> wow. Well, it, it's, it's one of those things like that reaction right off the bat, like that same thinking really, uh, that's most people's reaction to it. And so it's one of those things that's hard to get people to buy into. Uh, but for some, absolutely. It is a case of, yeah, but you are, you are using animal labor, uh, without consent. Okay. Yeah. So I love honey. I'm just, I'm going to put that out there. Whoa, Jet. Yeah. Wow. Sure, some of your best wow. friends are honey, Jet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Speaking of love and honey, this episode is actually extra sweetened with an additional ad read. That's true. Mr. Sanders, if you'd be so kind. Oh, yeah, I do have that. Uh, this is an... It's on A-Track, right? It, no, it's an MP4. Oh, This great. is digital. Oh. Yeah. La-di-da. Right. Let me just... I uh, might have to convert Mine's that. MP7. Pull it up. I'll, I'll get, get my it. tape deck running to record it so we can go in here. Get it. Mm-hmm. Audio you, techniques. Yeah. yeah, I think I found it. Okay, I'm recording. You've done it. All that time, all that energy has finally paid off. You're pregnant. Now you, your friends, and family need to know the gender. But why just take the clinical word of some doctor? If you want the world to know your baby's gender, you need Daryl's Gender Splosions. Hi, I'm Daryl. Many years ago, when my super hot wife and I were pregnant with our first, I was super pissed when the doctor just let it out of his dumbass liberal mouth that it was a boy. That's no way for a human man to be introduced to the world, so I blew up his office. <laughs> and that got me thinking. Gender explosions was born. We use only the finest of explosives and color additives so you know for sure if your baby is a lady or a man. Our technicians will work with you to give you the reveal party of your dreams. Pick from several pristine locations, national forest, lumber yard, or a very busy city block. No matter where your reveal happens, we guarantee you'll know exactly which gender your baby is, cause we use TNT. Customize your gender explosion to your liking. We, you want a giant pink fireball for your little girl? Done. A more intimate gender explosion? We'll let you know it's a boy by shooting your father in the face. And for the more progressive out there, we also understand that gender is fluid. So we can cater to your needs with our gender fluid. 
napalm. Just listen to our amazing testimonials. Uh, we used Daryl for our reveal. It was a girl. She would be three now. Customers. <laughs> Daryl's gender explosions. Fuck doctors. That's yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's fantastic. The sound effects on that MP4 absolutely amazing. Like you're hearing all those people cry as the explosions going off. Wow. It's going to really play up in the bag to take it. I'm sorry, oh Jet. God. That's going to be. That might be a little bit of the hell to cut. I'm, I'm so sorry. God damn it. Oh, it I'm so sorry, thing. Chris. I hope Don't I you cut a goddamn that. thing, Jared Kaufman. Don't you cut a goddamn thing. Oh, fuck you, Chris. That was amazing. Oh, my God. She would be right. Oh, my God damn it. Like. Wait, what? What part? What part, Steven? <laughs> she would be three. Oh my god! Just the whole thing. I was on the cusp, like the whole time, like from the beginning. I was right on the edge of falling off the cliff, and I was just teetering on the edge. And then you said that, and it was like you put a jetpack on me. Oh my god! <laughs> I. S- oh. Ladies and gentlemen, oh I understand that this is uh, an audio format, but. Getting the visual of watching one <coughs> Stephen C. James oh. laugh and soar like on the wings of Icarus of laughs, oh. and then plummet to his descent, just laughing so hard, oh, is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't keep oh. it together. Uh, the classic wiping of the glasses. Oh my god! Oh, I no. couldn't keep it together. Oh. I I I tried, but uh-huh. I had to laugh. I had to laugh break. So good luck oh. editing that. <laughs> or maybe maybe I need to do it yeah. separately. So there oh, my some... God. So doing some research on the Feast of Seven Fishes, it actually started in Little Italy in the late 1880s and then disappeared oh. until the 1980s in Little Italy and Philadelphia. Huh. What do you think happened in those hundred years in between? The shortage? The fish uprising? <laughs> the, the fish uprising. Yeah, tell me more about this. Oh, you don't... Well, it wasn't even a fish uprising, because they're not even real. <laughs> True. <laughs> they actually don't like it when you call it the fish uprising. Oh, they don't. Right. They don't, yeah, right. they don't want to be mischaracterized. The undersea animal uprising? It's, undersea I mean, being? Some refer to it as Atlantean, but, you know, we're, then we're ascribing, you know, mythology to it. Mm-hmm. This really happened, so... I always think we, we, we have all these grandiose ideas of what uh, crazy alien life would look like on other planets 
and all you have to do is look under the ocean. No shit. And it's like it's like every few weeks I'll see some photograph of some sea creature that isn't even new. Like we didn't just find it. It's been known about for decades, but I've hap- happened to never notice it before. And it is it is crazier than the craziest thing you've ever seen in any sci-fi television show or movie. Like it's it yeah you know, the shapes the the biology of it the way it interacts with things the crazy things it does like the the one of the most recent ones uh, I think it's the anglerfish where yeah. the, the males basically just get absorbed into the females as their mm-hmm. their mating process like they just, so they hard. just fuse with them and lose themselves completely in in, in the process like every little bit of oh. this is as alien as possible and it's on our own planet no that's why I love uh, scuba diving so hard <laughs> really so do you love scuba diving so hard or do you love scuba diving and you're just like a hardcore like yeah are you do you like hard scuba or are you like just or do you like scuba diving while so hard <laughs> i mean all of that <laughs> okay yeah. but what jet just said i mean it's like it's it's as close to being on another planet as you can get uh- and it doesn't sound so alien. It actually that that process sounds like every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> oh, yikes! Uh, is somebody is somebody uh, have a well worn copy of Codependent No More on their bedstand? <laughs> <laughs> Super. Uh, like uh, I- I'm sorry, sir. I I appreciate your uh At- Atlantean. I-, I feel I'm saying that wrong. Atlantean roots. I just I've just always known you. Or you're, you're kind. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. As I've just known you guys as shrimp. That's uh, I'm. I'm uh, if I'm saying uh, that, right. it's okay, son. I'm Aquaman. I control the shrimp. That that seems so problematic, though. Like, you know, we're we're we're, we're trying to separate every. Uh, even saying separate sounds being separatist. But like, excuse if, me, Arthur Curry, they're shrimp. Uh, doesn't uh, should be a different name. Yeah, yeah, uh, Arthur Curry. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I I just wanted to say I thought we were co-equals. Um, I thought all those times, like I helped you on those missions, that you know we were we were teaming up. I didn't realize you thought you controlled us as shrimp. Um, I mean, I do control you, but we uh, are equals. Wait. See, we live in the same place, but I am kind of the king of under the sea. Uh, Yes, but but, but but to to go with my partner's concerns here, I I, I have noticed that on occasion our kind goes missing, uh, one by one, mysteriously. Uh, could you could you remind everyone real quick uh, what your kind is again? What's the title of your kind? Yes, please, for the sake of well, the world, uh, little guy. We call ourselves Zalors, Lords of the Sea, but oftentimes yes. that winds up being translated to humans as shrimp. Right, shrimp. Yes, shrimp. Yeah, we should probably go with that. Shrimp. Zalors is a preferred terminology. Yes, but absolutely. Also, yes. shrimp is your Zalor- translation. Zalorians is it's a sometimes a anglicized yes, version uh, of it. Is Zalorians. Yes. Okay, everyone who doesn't have a visible vein of their own shit running up their backside, raise their hands. Oh. Oh. oh also, who has oh. hands? Oh. 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 Well, that that's okay. me. That's. Oh. That's that. I guess that's the question I'm, I'm bringing up, Mr. Curry is. As we're trying to figure out this, oh, I see. You're, you're still addressing him, and and, and yes, not okay, his equal. Well, he, he supposed equal. He's the one who set the meeting. So if I could just proffer this forth, uh, we can continue, Mr. Curry. You have mentioned that you are the king of the sea, uh, yet they are all equals, and that doesn't even bring into 
to a Whoa, fan. wait a minute. This Sorry. is news to Aquaman. Who said they're the king of the sea? Yeah, I, I would yes. I would like to ask that question uh, yeah. as well. Um, you you I mean you wear that Atlantean crown. I mean, you're the king maybe of Atlantis, but you can't claim the entirety of the sea. Yeah, the whole thing. Yes. Kind of, I mean, we, we, we spread out. Our people are, are throughout the entire... Well, honestly, it's it's only specific pockets yes. because we, we, we Temperatures, have some resiliency issues. Oh, yes, all right, all right, Curry. Out. How many other sea creatures are you able to communicate with? Um, well, there's, uh... There's, there's billions yes, of us. Uh, we can communicate with uh, brine shrimp, uh, pistol yeah, shrimp, yeah. Uh, uh, any uh, number of... Uh, rock shrimp, uh, yes. uh, mantis uh, shrimp. Uh, pretty much anyone in the shrimp category. And then uh, yeah. there are some lobsters who can, you know, pick up what Zalorians are putting down. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Don't forget yeah. prongs! Oh, those are my friends, the humpback whales. Did you wanna? Did you communicate with them? Do you communicate ever with the humpback whales? They're, they're a bit out of that frequency. Yes. Actually, I couldn't hear anything just now. And a touch pretentious ever since Star Trek Four. Hmm. Yes, I actually I agree with that. Yeah, they 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 let it go to their heads, didn't they? All, uh, we time travel and we save the planet, right? A little bit full of themselves. <laughs> now, while I'm yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt this this uh, seemingly community squabble, um, I just. I'd also like to point out here, while we are uh, doing Mr. Curry's will in, in case he should pass and uh, dividing the territories of the Atlantis uh, region, um, has anybody got in touch with Submariner? Does he have a say in this? Does he... Uh, Look, it's my job as your lawyer just to make sure everybody's covered and that I, I am addressing everybody as equally and as such. So if I say anything that's inappropriate, please forgive me. I just want to make sure all parties are represented. Listen, we have our squabbles, but if there's one thing we can agree on, it's that Namor's a tool. Oh, man. Pound it. I mean... Uh, yeah, I'll just use kinda, all of my feet. Kind of wiggle. Yeah, thick yeah, feet. Yeah. That's toes. Yeah, yeah, we just do... We, yeah, there we yeah. go. All right. Okay. Yeah. All we right. get your meaning. Yeah, yeah I, I feel you. I, I gotta say, uh, Aqu- Aqua Man, uh, Arthur, Mister, Cur- whatever. Do you ever? Arthur's fine, honestly. Arthur, we as shrimp feel like we are a valued member of the team, and then other people don't see the importance of our strength and power. Is that perhaps something? you could connect with as a member of the Justice League? I mean, could you right, maybe look, see where we're I, coming from? I Look, all right, I feel where you're coming from, okay? I didn't want, I can't, you have to be careful with how loud I say this. Even though we're under the sea, you know who hears everything, right? And he thinks that my feet with two sharks as shoes or skis with rains coming off of them, riding them wherever I go, is just the coolest thing ever. And as we all know, sharks make the worst shoes. Okay? No, I, so, I question it, but yes. yes. Yeah. No, I know. There's nothing to debate here. I would much rather prefer to ride in on an army. Nay, behind an army of shrimp. Yes. I, I, think, I think we can make that happen. Yeah. But look, I I can't promise anything. I can't promise that that man or that <clears throat> wonderful woman uh, or that other guy whose uh, parents, whatever. 
I can't promise that they're going to be okay with all this. They're all pretty insular people, right? I yeah. mean, I feel like I'm the only one that really has a community around them. I mean, each and every single one of those people has a terrible, terrible past that has led them to they this. They do! I mean, y you included, but it really is just a, a system where it's like, hey, you kids want to be a good guy? Maybe enough childhood trauma will push you to helping others. Thank you. I mean, you're we're all thinking it, but you said it. All right, um, Arthur, we forgive you. You can... Uh, you can go ahead and leave West Atlantis to the dolphins. It's fine. Just just let them have it. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be so happy. I. <laughs> They're already flipping. Because <laughs> they, you know, they do. You, mm -hmm. hey, you don't care. They Arthur, there you are. They're looking for you everywhere. I just, I just overheard that terrible pun that you made on the radio, and you're out of the Justice League. Have fun with your shrimp. But Batman, I, but um, also, I'm still traumatized when my parents die. It affects me deeply, so I don't, oh. I don't appreciate those comments. Goodbye. Hey, hey, Batman, Batman, could we get a seat at the table? Yeah, um, I mean, now that there's an open spot in the Justice League, perhaps some Zalorians could. Fill in that yes. spot. Maybe on all you can eat shrimp dinner. Wow. Oh, how dare you, it's, Batman? It's like that, huh? I call upon the power of the ocean. Na 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 super legit. I think we had one more ad. We always do. Steven C. James, I think you had that one. Yes. Hold on a second. Let me. Okay, I gotta open up my fridge and get this wax cylinder. Fortunately, yeah, it didn't melt. Okay. <laughs> I always love these late end of show ads. They're the best. It's like catching the second performance on Saturday Night Live. You don't know what's going to happen. Or that great late night opera before you go out into the alley afterwards and uh, watch your parents get murdered. Okay, enough about you, Jet. <laughs> I didn't know about... Oh, wow, this explains that outfit Jet's in. All right, um, <laughs> just going to go ahead and... Uh, Is it time for dessert? No. I could need another bite. Wait. Yes, I could. Just one more bite. And that bite's gonna be a cake cup. Cake cups. It's cake in a small package where anybody can have it. It's a cake cup. It's not a cupcake. That's a different thing. Because with cake cups, you get just the right portion. Just the right amount of food in a single serving for just one little bit of deliciousness. Whether it's to end your meal, or heck, even to start your day, you could try a cake cup. But not a cupcake, because cupcakes are not cake cups. It's like the inverse, except better, because it's a cake cup, not some cupcake. With cake cups, you get to have the perfect vessel for all your viscous treats. It's got the frosting, it's got the sponginess of cake, and a tiny little package that anyone can appreciate. Not like a cupcake, because those have been played out and we've seen them be overmarketed and sold to everybody. Which is why Cake Cups should be the featured star of your next party, your next play date, just plain your next precious moment. So try a cake cup. It's like a cake, except smaller, but not a cupcake, because that's something completely different. Cake Cups. Mmm, Cake Cups. Oh, 
I am salivating right now. I got everyone uh, on the same page. Can we uh, maybe uh, break quarantine, go out and uh, get ourselves some uh, cake cups? Yeah, as long as they're not cupcakes, I'm in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, cupcakes are fucking played yeah, come out. On. God damn it. Yeah. So old. I'm I'm going to bring cake cups to my next gender reveal party <laughs> where I use <laughs> Daryl's gender explosions. Do you have incendiary cake cups? Oh, I bet Daryl does. <laughs> you know what I really liked about, again, that the explosion ad was with Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire playing in the background. <laughs> Just, we uh, do not have the rights to like, that. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty I sure you did I think not you hear that. Yeah, I don't know that, that there's rights That might have been like I a that, sound I think that was in your head. Banana, banana, jingle oh. bell, rock. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just to the tune of "Happy Birthday." Yeah, and that's legal now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We can play that to our hearts. I'm just going to underlay the entire episode in "Happy Birthday" to you. Uh, all right, guys, this was super, super fun. Uh, I can't wait to do the next one with all of you. Uh, yeah, and Allie. Yay! And Allie. Mm-hmm. Yes, I miss her. Uh, I hope she feels better. I hope she can talk tomorrow. We've got some writing to do tomorrow, so uh, let's get it done. Uh, All right. Love you all. uh, And uh, we'll hear you uh, back soon. And the audience will, too. And goodbye to everyone for this week. Bye. 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 Hey, Jet, can I record now? Uh, Yeah. Start now. Got it. I don't believe anything's on. Oh, my time. I kicked the door. Just so I could move on You've done it. All that time, all that energy have finally paid off. You're pregnant. Now you, your friends and family need to know the gender. But why just take the clinical word of some doctor? If you want the world to know your baby's gender, you need Daryl's Gender Explosions. Hi, I'm Daryl. Many years ago when my super hot wife and I were pregnant with our first, I was super pissed when the doctor just let it out of his dumbass liberal mouth that it was a boy. That's no way for a human man to be introduced to the world, so I blew up his office. <laughs> and that got me thinking, Gender Explosions was born. We use only the finest of explosives and color additives so you know for sure if your baby is a lady or a man. Our technicians will work with you to give you the reveal party of your dreams. Pick from several pristine locations, national forest, lumber yard, or a very busy city block. No matter where your reveal happens, we guarantee you'll know exactly which gender your baby is because we use TNT. Customize your gender explosion to your liking. You want a giant pink fireball for your little girl? Done! A more intimate gender explosion? We'll let you know it's a boy by shooting your father in the face. And for the more progressive out there, we also understand that gender is fluid. So we can cater to your needs with our gender fluid, Napal! Just listen to our amazing testimonials! Uh, we used Daryl for our reveal. It was a girl. She would be three now. Beep, 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 beep. Wow! Nothing but satisfied customers. Daryl's gender explosions. Fuck doctors.